0: Okay, kids.
1: Let's go. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Hello, what have we here?
0: These guys are so funny.
1: Hello. Holy shit! Thanks, C three Penis Face and R two Dickhead. Hello there. Look okay. at kidding.
0: Someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the
1: force be with us. Fucking a. Good day, galaxy, everybody. How is it going today, Mopar? Very rainy. Very rainy yeah. day. Yeah, it was a video game day. If I've ever, uh, if I've ever lived through one before. I know you. You despise rainy days. I, I like I them. Do. Well, I don't mind the rainy day. I hate having to be out in it. I despise the rain itself. Oh. But, you know, it makes for a nice day to stay inside and eat donuts and clean the house and play video games. So I'm about that. What's your like donut that of choice? Of that, this is a very important question. <laughs> this is a, a very important question. Uh, and Guys, spoilers. Spoilers ahead. Spo- spoilers You're for You're going to find out the official <laughs> donut of the Rogue Squadron podcast. Well, very much like my uh, favorite Star Wars movies, it, it does does like to change. But... Do you have a, a, go, a go-to? Chocolate-covered Boston cream is always a good go-to. This always is the first go-to. time ever in history
0: that Commander and Mobar <laughs> have agreed... Oh yeah! Absolutely, yeah. I completely agree. It's the Boston nice. cream. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good love one for the, sure. I love like. It's almost like
1: vanilla pudding in the fucking middle of my treat. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That custard in there is is a uh, is a is a winner for sure. Absolutely. Um, uh, a close it second. Depend, Go ahead. It does depend on the the donut shop, though. True. Uh, yeah. Because there's a cafe called Fox in the Snow down here, close to downtown, and they only have one kind of donut, but it's really fucking good. So I'd like that one a lot, and then of course you have Buckeye Donuts. That's the most ridiculous like a, thing I've ever heard. What they've only got one, so I enjoy that one. It's like, <laughs> well, of course you do. <laughs> uh, well, but as far as donuts go, it's actually a pretty good one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's mostly a pastry shop, but you know, it you, is what it is. You know what I've been? Uh,
0: what What's been bumping the rug <sighs> for me is yes. the is the is the chocolate donut, not sprinkles or, or frosting. The actual chocolate donut, just a glazed chocolate donut. Yeah. Oh, that's been uh, doing it. Like Whenever the, I like the, flavors, I want it ch- all the flavors. Like, <laughs> I, if I am doing moose tracks, I want chocolate moose tracks with the chocolate bits in it, and I want to put chocolate syrup on it. I just love <laughs> to eat the with extreme. a chocolate spoon. Yes, the chocolate, chocolate spoon. milk
1: afterwards. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yes. 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 So, so you
0: know. Yeah. Yeah. We've got <laughs> it's uh, a donut day. We've got a good amount of stuff. Uh, obviously, Mando. Um, we'll be talking about the most recent episode. Uh, we'll dive into some of the. The details that dropped in Mando a little deeper, kind of at least the legends of it. Oh, will uh, we? So high, high spoilers, major man, major man spoilers, men men spoilers ahead. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, major then, man spoilers. Uh, there was uh, an update, a surprise to be sure on uh, Squadrons. I did. I thought we had well, not yet, but I thought it's coming out and they announced it right. Yeah, it's been announced. So they're, they're bringing in two more ships on uh, the Squadrons game. Uh, again, I th- I thought sorry. I we had officially released that they they weren't planning on that. So maybe they did that in spite. They said, "Hey guys, nothing, nothing's coming." And then they dropped something. You know, a month later. Yeah, I wonder
1: if they kind of secretively did that. I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna talk about squadrons. We're gonna talk about Mando. We're gonna talk about some uh, Lego holiday special goodness. I haven't watched a holiday special yet. I'm sorry. How dare you? But I did uh,
0: finish reading the two chapters. I think there's actually more chapters that have been released of the High Republic book, Light of the Jedi. I assume you've read it now since you've haven't been busy.
1: No, I haven't been busy at all. Not at all. Do you? So you didn't read it? No, I've been busy. Oh as my shit. gosh! You just said today you played video games. Okay, today's the only non-busy day. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, I guess I can both throw my two cents. Um, yeah. So anything else going on outside of uh, the, those Star Wars topics?
1: Uh, video game stuff, I guess. Yeah. We could delight, in, delight into. That's not a word. Uh, our gift exchange is in progress. For our patrons? Parians went out today for patrons. Yeah. So keep an eye on your gifts. Uh, keep an eye on your mailbox for some good Star Wars goodness for the holidays. And we are going to have commentary, fanboy commentary for The Mandalorian starting up here soon before the season is over. So, stay tuned for that. Yeah. I just bought uh I know you'll be happy
0: about this. Far Cry 5 was uh like 75% off. So, I was like 15 bucks, I'm fucking buying that. Little man, put that shit in my hand. Yep, yep. So, nice. Uh, I've I got that downloaded today. I haven't even booted it up, but I am excited to get into that as far as uh, you know gaming stuff. Yeah. Um, other than that, Mass Effect Three, I've been trying to jump back into. It's always a good yeah. one. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, let's start with uh, some video game shit. Have you gotten uh, Call of Duty Cold War yet? Or are you going to get it at all?
0: I didn't even. I this today was the first time I had heard about it.
1: Oh, for real? Yeah. Yeah, the, the new Call of Duty Black Ops 17, mm-hmm. Cold War is the name. I got it specifically for zombies. Oh, they brought back zombies. I think Black Ops has had zombies every time. Uh, I've just been out of the Call of Duty loop for quite a while. Is it like a
0: revamped old maps or is it brand new again?
1: <laughs> the, so the first map, the only map that's on there right now, does start with the original. It's in the same location as the original, original one but with a bunch of added stuff. It's like you visit that original zombie location 40 years later, maybe 30 years later and there's like graffiti on all the walls and now there's a bunch of machines and teleporters and new dimensions. I'm not going to lie, it's very overwhelming. There's so much going on. Compared to like the original couple maps that we used to play all the time, I mean, the pack-a-punch machine and like the perks and everything, back then that was a big deal. That was like the big change. Mm-hmm. But now you're teleporting to different dimensions and there's like Multiple levels of each one of your guns, and you can pack a punch them, and there's six perks instead of four, and there's, like, teleporters and stuff, and it's very confusing.
0: So is it, is it too much because you're old, or is it too
1: much? <laughs> I think you just have to get into—you have to learn the map. I mean, I've only played, like, three or four times. Yeah. So when the maps are that big, I think you just got to take some time to to figure that out, but— um, yeah, but it's if you're, fun.
0: If you're behind on the uh, learning of the maps, you're behind in the entire game. And it's, it's a struggle yeah. to catch up because people find their spots. Or, right. you know, if you if you get into a bad spot and you don't know, you know, you get cornered and shit. But, you, yeah. know, uh, any, you know, in any game, you know, I've, I was playing <laughs> Battlefield not too long ago. Well, I always play it, but um, I was on some DLC maps that I like blanked on. I don't remember. And I was just getting. Yeah.
1: obliterated, and I was like, I'm be good rough. at this game. I just don't know where the fuck I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, especially for zombies. I mean, you gotta have... You gotta know where you're gonna, like, feed your chain of zombies, and you have to have an escape plan, and you gotta know, like, where the perks are and everything, and where the, the rest of the squad is is hanging out, because you can't be too close, because then your zombie train will collide with one another, and then you'll... It's just Armageddon. The zombie trains, yep, collide yeah, again. you gotta keep that zombie train on its own track, so... You know, it's just a learning curve, I bet. I hope I'm not too old to play. I mean, we used to be we used to be pretty savage at zombies. Any wave-based co-op mode I'm a big fan of. i mm-hmm. I'm sad that the uh The Waves Overwatch are always has fun. those Overwatch has those only during the anniversary, but Overwatch 2 is supposed to have co-op stuff. Co-op like waves, challenges. Um, it's a lot of fun. No, I I 100 I would buy an
0: entire game that was just like different versions of waves. Like wave co op battles. Um, that's why I always harp on the uh, Modern Warfare 3, the where it wasn't zombies. It was just normal troops, but it was just more and more survival. Sort of um, but mode, that yeah. was uncapped, just like zombies, where you can just keep going. Um, I know some, so there's other, like Mass Effect 3 is great, and I do love the waves, but it's almost like I wish we could just keep going instead yeah. of like winning at 10 or, you know, the 11th wave or whatever it is. I wish it would just uh, keep getting harder and harder. Now, of course, yeah. that's an old, older game, and the maps True. are very limited.
1: They're, they're the, the, <clears throat> the nice thing about the the new zombies is that they did create like an escape option. So, like once you get to wave ten, every five waves, like ten, fifteen, twenty, etc., you have the option to like call for backup and actually escape. Mm-hmm. And then you have to like evac, kind of like uh, the very last wave of Mass Effect. Um, or you could just keep going until you know you can't do it anymore like like you used to be um i want to i went to google to look up if the mass effect legendary edition is going to have multiplayer cuz i'm very curious about that so um, the legendary they're
0: redoing all 3
1: yeah that's what we mentioned that oh, last last uh last episode i don't know why i was under the impression they were just redoing the first one and now oh, no all three of them oh fuck well yeah and all the DLC spring 21 that's always a pain in uh, the ass we
0: uh um Tommy boy and I were running into that where we tried to co-op up into multiplayer and it was like he doesn't have the downloads and he kept looking he's like it's showing as downloaded so he yeah. ended up having like uninstall everything and reinstall everything.
1: Right. It was just, kind especially of the, for one of those backwards compatible games. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a very clunky, but once you get
1: it to work, obviously, it, it's a, it's great. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Um, it yeah. does not mention multiplayer. Um, it doesn't say no, but it doesn't say that it is included. So I guess we have to wait until May to find out.
0: What I really want to say is fuck Mass Effect because <laughs> two of my favorite <laughs> guys. Let's get down to it. Let's just get down to it. Squadrons, I can't hold it in any, any longer. Okay.
1: All right. Let's talk about it.
0: They are dropping my two favorite ships across the goddamn squadron. <laughs> All of them. Let's hear about it. So one of my, my favorite games from my childhood is the TIE Fighter game, the Star Wars TIE Fighter game. I love flying. One of my favorite parts of it was that you got to fly crazy ridiculous versions of the TIE Fighter, one of them being the goddamn TIE Defender, which is the coolest looking... Death machine you could ever imagine. Yup. Um, not only that, but it, they are launching my favorite rebellion ship. Rebellion ship. They really Your favorite now, of the I, now, now, like as far as playability, I think I do. Pro- I probably would prefer to play as like an X wing or an A wing. But just like pure awesomeness, I love the fucking <laughs> the B wing is one of my favorites, and it's yeah. just re- it's it's really bumping my rug uh i'm, I'm forever <laughs> using that from now on um, the
1: b-wing and the tie defender yeah baby yeah
0: well <clears throat> can you give me permission
1: here to god share damn this fucking meeting uh um, yeah all participants can share oh but i have the music on here you go sorry there you go oh there we go uh
0: so one thing that i did notice so we're looking at the uh the b-wing obviously um and, and the, the TIE Defender. The TIE Defender, I'm just telling you. It's Dude, one of the it's, coolest it's so looking ships. Yeah. It's one of the coolest looking ships. I'm not even sure how it lands. I don't even give a shit. Um, but it, it looks fucking sweet. <laughs> like, how does it, does it land on, it, on, it its, was... on its
1: butt? Like, it turns upwards and lands? <laughs> no, there is a ship that does that, though, In from Rebels. One of the Mandalorian ships. Um, yeah. I always thought it was weird that the TIE Fighters landed on their wings. But, yeah, you know, I, I mean, well, also the uh,
0: the what was it? The Outlander in Mando, we see the the wings fold up. Those are mm-hmm. that's fucking cool. I like I like yeah. the usability of that. But uh, one of my favorite things was because the the B wing just looks obnoxiously not like a ship, mm-hmm. but it like makes so much
1: sense to me. Yeah, and the fact where the cockpit is placed compared to everything else is so strange. So what
0: I read here is so they basically said the B wing is classified as a bomber ship. While the tie defender will be a fighter class ship, so they're not yeah. even the same class, uh, which is no, kind of fun.
1: Yeah, I was curious if they were gonna like make a new class to keep the balance in there. That's what so I see we have too. Two bombers and um, two bombers, two and bombers is the thing, and two fighters is as the as yeah. A, uh, empire. Yeah, sorry, I can't talk tonight. God damn. Um,
0: but it <sighs> said uh, basically they're saying, but it won't like the B wing won't replace the Y wing. There, there will be benefits yeah. and, you know, pros and cons of each one. So, you you know, um, so it's not just going to be like a better Y-Wing. I'm sure this thing's going to be quite a bit slower. The Y-Wing seems a little more agile. Yeah. Uh, the B-Wing's just kind of a humongous fucking ship. Um, but it was saying right here uh, unique designs and layouts, including the B-Wing's rotating cockpit mechanism. That's awesome. You know... How are you going to control that shit? Well, that's what I was saying. If you lock onto something, like because it's all first person, so if you lock in onto something, you could probably spin your ship, but your view wouldn't change.
1: Interesting. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, probably. So yeah, you'd think, be yeah, hard rotate. as hell to hit. Yeah.
0: But you could still like be locked on to their ship and firing away. <sighs>
1: that's crazy, man! I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, I, and I'm to be honest, to, learn, though.
0: to be honest, even though this was one of my favorite ships, I didn't even realize that that cockpit spun. That's like a crazy, cra- It's it's awesome. It's it's a
1: unique design, like they say here. Uh, yeah, I, I knew the ship rotated. I guess I didn't know the cockpit can actually like go like three sixty.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I knew that the uh, the ship kind of folds up too. So it's like an, yeah. like a lowercase T. The the <laughs> arms of it will will fold up. You know. Yeah. I I think it's they fold up in opposite directions. It's not like they both fold upwards or fold, both fold down. I think they like
1: tilt on an axis almost. If also, I, how I mean, as far as. It is awkward looking in, a, in an amazing way, but yeah, B wing for a name is so weird. Yeah, I wonder where that, where, you know, where that comes from. I'm done. I'm trying to look at it and figure out like where it's like.
0: Yeah, I I doubt it's because of the way it looks. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe just because wing.
1: <laughs> Turn the music back on. I'm done sharing my <laughs> shit uh B-wing name where the B-wing get his name Oh it was like an A fighter and a B fighter
0: Yeah isn't that from production like they started making the A-wing first it wasn't even like that the the fact that it looks kind of like an A I think so
1: but you can kind of like Trick yourself into yeah. thinking that looks like a B. If you
0: squint real hard. And- <laughs> yeah,
1: if you squint real hard, you can pretend that that ship looks like it's a B spelled out.
0: On a rainy day.
1: I do feel like we're getting... I know we're never going to get that many ships, but we are kind of getting like a video game version of X-Wing miniatures, which I always did enjoy. I feel like the detail that's in each ship and how they're all different and unique uh, is is really cool. And you can customize your own pilot and, and customize the ship and all that. It's It's like you're getting... You're getting X-wing uh, virtually in a video game format, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, did you finish the campaign? I didn't. Yeah, no, me I neither. I wanted to jump back in because the other thing that's coming with the update with those ships is private matches, which mm-hmm. I don't is not in the game right now. So I think it'll be nice to you know customize a match lobby and have all of us link up and just play against the AI because I am not good enough to play multiplayer in that. <laughs> It's, no way. <laughs> it's a
0: tough game uh, regardless. And if you get into a match with some people that just know what the fuck they're doing, it is hard. It gets hard very, very quick. Um, it can be insane, man. It really can. And that's what it, it kind of turned me off because I don't know what kind of co-op-esque, like you're, you're, you're grouped up, but you can't. I don't see how you can really plan a battle and, and be like, like if, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like working together together to win the battle. Like, I don't know where the fuck you're flying. You're just trying to not die way over in the corner of the map. And I'm just over here potentially shooting. So like I, there's no yeah. planning or, or yeah. strategy, I guess is the word I'm looking for.
1: True. It's just all, all mayhem. It's a cluster. We're just probably not used to it. I mean, if you look at, if you look at a match of overwatch, it just looks like a bunch of colors flying everywhere. It's really confusing, but after you play for a while, it's like easy to follow. Yeah. So we just probably just got to dive into it. Uh, Brennan was saying, doesn't it bother you how the letters in Star Wars aren't actually letters? Like they have their own language, Arabeş. So like there is no actual English Y or B in the Star Wars alphabet at all. So it's why it's not a Y wing for that reason. Yeah. I mean, why is, would they, why would they name it
0: A wing if like in their own?
1: Yeah. There is script. no way. There is no way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right.
1: That makes no sense.
0: I never thought about that before. Maybe an A is a, is a shape, not a letter in, in the Star Wars universe. So they could still say it's
1: an A wing. No, I'm saying it makes no sense. <laughs> no, I mean, Star Wars has never made sense, so I'm okay with it. Certain elements, you know, it's fine. It is. It's what very
0: it is. true. Like I know in um, the Last Jedi, we finally saw like an actual book, like a s- scripture of the uh, of the old Jedi scripts or whatever the fuck. Yeah, was that in basic or was that in like I, I don't remember
1: them opening it up. Um, I don't remember seeing the actual pages, but let's look up the ancient Jedi texts and see what we find. Uh, share this goddamn thing, baby. Ancient, the Jedi. sacred Jedi texts. Um, no, I need like pictures, buddy. Give me some. Give me some images of these. Oh, they do have. Uh... Interesting. Yeah, because we do get a little bit of a zoom in when she sees the wayfinder. I can't tell. Does that look like handwritten Orbesh, I guess? Yeah, it does. That's pretty cool. That is really cool, actually. I never noticed the detail on that before. Details awesome. in Star Wars? What the fuck? Yeah. None of it makes sense, but there's a lot of detail. A lot of nonsensical detail there in the background. Nice. That's cool. So, I have something to admit. Oh, no. I watched episode... You don't like Star Wars I, anymore, I watched do you? episode four <laughs> recently. <laughs> Oh, you like it now?
0: You know, it's it's just a different style. <laughs> it it really is. Um, yeah. it feels so much less sci-fi and so much more just like a hero's journey. Like, I mean, that that's mm-hmm. basically what it is. It's a hero's journey in space. But like, I guess yeah. the prequels are so hard tied into like certain aspects of science, um, you know, sci-fi and. and Force powers and like crazy blow up shit war and all this technology. Lots of tech, yeah. It is. It is very. It it, it it was nice to get to an episode four and it just be okay. Farm boy, old wizard. Let's go go beat up the bad guys. It was. It, it is kind of a nice change of pace, um, and I do feel like they got back to that quite a bit in the sequels, which it, which was nice. Um, but I, I I think maybe that's the big turnoff of you know the the original trilogy fans. Diving into the prequels that you have to like really start wrapping your head around a lot of the science and the tech to I mean really absorb what's going on I mean the fact that it's it's like fifty percent wrapped around cloning humans is right. kind and of a, a droid re- army yeah in a droid army I mean it's it's quite a it's quite out there um, so maybe I'm just that was kind of just spitballing because it was nice to like I said just kind of go back to desert planet farm boy old wizard yeah. me- mentor and, yeah. you know,
1: giant death ball. Um, yes, I'd so- agree. I'm sure I'll feel differently about it. I mean, we if when I say four is boring and I hate it, I don't actually hate it, and it's not that boring. It's just us being a little hyperbolic when we're ranking Star Wars.
0: It's a simplistic, I mean, it's the first one. Like, yeah. it wasn't even supposed to go past that. Like, as far as a movie, you know, there was plans to go past that. But, like, Lucas didn't, Yeah, Lucas didn't know if he was going to get, you know anything he I mean, thought maybe yeah there was that movie be...
1: wasn't even supposed to get made <laughs> exactly honestly, so <laughs>
0: then so and, and you know to the um uh whatchamacallums that produce movies who did he get producers <laughs> well no, no 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 the uh the film um companies studio thank you The to, to the studio's credit i don't i can't think either today um uh, to the studio's credit like when you read a script and it is about clones and all this shit and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. let's just start with a fucking farm boy in the, in the, in the, and <laughs> <laughs> let's start there, Luke. Yeah. Uh, did I just call Lucas Luke? Luke? <laughs> yes, you did. Mr. Luke. I think you did that on purpose. Um, Luke. Yes. Um,
1: George. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. When was the last time you watched an original trilogy movie? It's been 84 uh, years.
1: It's, <laughs> it's been 84 years. It's been a while. I think the last one I watched was six, and I don't know why. Um, it's been a minute. I turned on episode seven earlier today as I was um, doing some cleaning, watched episode seven, watched the last two episodes of Mando. So it was a mostly Star Wars filled day. But I think episode, I think the prequels and then episode seven are the most recent Star Wars films that I've caught. That's- Original trilogy has been a while.
0: Yeah, that's that's kind of how I was feeling, and I just kind of wanted to uh, take it back, and I was I just change up the tastes. Yeah, well, the pace too, they are completely different, um, even though, which is nice. It is nice to be like, you know what? Did they to have options? Hey, Mm -hmm. I like the original trilogy. The rest of it's not Star Wars to me. Well, at least the original trilogy exists for you. Okay, you know, if I want more tech and sci-fi and battles and blowing up and clones, I can I can I have that. I have that now. Or if I just want to uh, fly around with a. Fucking Savage, Mando, let's let's sign me up. So,
1: Yeah, I guess that's, well, we that's about something it. Right in the middle of all of it, go to the sequel trilogy. I feel like it's pretty well balanced. Yeah, I have a f- random feeling that original trilogy
0: fans won't like the sequels just because it's too far out of their element. They saw this shit when they were 10, and now it's 50 years later, and they're like, eh, I don't really get it. So I'm not... <laughs>
1: I don't, I don't think that's the case. I think they're pretty much split on it, and it all has to do with Ray. I think. I'd be it all interested has to do with Ray and her lineage. I'd be interested to like put up like who likes who. What would you prefer, sequels or or uh, sequels or or prequels? Like a poll? Yeah, yeah. I think right now a lot of people would say prequels.
0: Oh, I agree. Probably. I think that would get the vote. I assume it's mostly because of our our
1: age, our generation, but yeah and they've had time to you know mature a little bit,
0: yeah the I mean movies, as far as people filmmaking, I'd probably say sequels they're but like there's a lot of aspects about the the prequels that I really really enjoy, even yeah as even, far as
1: like lore and universe and stuff, yeah, definitely, always prequels even always. for how
0: much I love um this might be something that we can ask how for how much I love this the sequel scores. Mm -hmm. I think the prequel scores are untouchable. It's so hard to, like, when you hear Duel of Fates. Yeah. I'm like flying through the air, flipping over droids and cutting them in half. (laughs) Like, I just, it's, it puts you in that element. It's so cool. I agree.
1: Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, Ray's theme is perfect for Ray. Like, there's so many, it's, it's a win win, guys. It's a win win. That is one thing I can, I think all Star Wars fans can agree on. The score has been good in all of them. Basically, everything that's ever had Star Wars, the score has been good, except for the original holiday special. They went yeah. they went total like 70s rock circus with it. <laughs> and I don't know who thought yeah. that was a good idea. Yeah. Rock um they made a musical out of 70s rock circus music. If yeah. That makes any sense. Yeah. That's what they ended up with. I like it. But, uh
0: we'll just put Bruce Springsteen in it. Fuck him.
1: <laughs> yeah. Give him give him I, some
0: weird glasses. Well, that'll make him look very
1: spacey. Yeah. Speaking of music, I was raving about the uh like the Paul scene, like synth and techno stuff that was happening in the Mando episode. Yeah. I rewatched it, The Heiress. And both when the uh, Bo Katan and her two comrades show up, the music there is perfect. And then when that uh, Gazanti cruiser is taken off, like the synth that's going on underneath just feels like you're getting ready for a race in Forza. It's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Music they in that do. show is just so good.
0: Yeah. The, the flow uh, uh, of. because. If you would ever listen or watch a Star Wars without the music, you know how bad it would be. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's ridiculous to all say all of them, honestly. But it really it, and not that
1: I'm sure someone's done that. It would be I'd be curious to watch it just to cringe and just see.
0: Yeah, you know, I don't it, there's great aspects, but it, it it the music holds up the story, the story holds up uh the the uh script like it all holds each other up you take one aspect and everything comes crumbling down it's
1: mm-hmm. um yeah i mean star wars without mute, the scores is it wouldn't have been what it is so it's funny how music does that but you can take all the elements away and listen to the music and it's all good yeah i mean i think that's one of the few elements of like um films and games that actually can stand on its own is, is the music. Well, I guess you, yeah. Cause I mean, you, it drives emotion. It drives, you know, um,
0: at least enhanced emotion. Like you can see people are sad or something like on screen, but when you hear that sad music along mm. with the, the sad facial expressions or acting or whatever, it really yeah. enhances it or, or whatever's oh. going on. If it's that yeah. hectic battle. You put hectic music and it's 10 times now what it, what it mm-hmm. could have been. So no, it's uh, definitely awesome. So, uh Good Brennan, old Johnny Boy does that well. Brennan says Ray's theme gives me goosebumps every time, uh and that's saying something. Why? Yeah, I thought you you hated Ray. But it, it, yeah, the music. It 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 strikes a chord, man. It strikes it uh, not to no be funny pun, <laughs> about it, but it does. It strikes a chord it, like internally. You just it takes you up somewhere. That's what all music does. Like yes. I'll, I'll hear a Metallica song and I'll go back to like right when I was listening to that over and over and over. It's like Yep. Shortest draw. It's like 2005 all over again.
1: I'm like, oh, Jesus
0: Christ. You know?
1: <laughs> number two trigger for nostalgia, I would say, is music for sure. Really? I think it's... Uh, oh, number one is smell. Mm-hmm. Yep. It smells there's like a shit. particular, a particular type of hand soap when I first started playing Oblivion on the 360. And I'll just like... I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes like a random like <laughs> restaurant bathroom will have that partic- particular scent of hand soap, and I wash my hands, and I'm just like, fuck, I need to play Oblivion right now. Like, right now. <laughs>
0: that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. No, that's how it goes, know I,
1: I get it, but it's like, hand yeah, soap, of those. I got to go play video
0: games right now. I'm, <laughs> well, over, I'm just... over here at Chi-Chi's getting my uh, fajitas on, but now I got to go play Oblivion. <laughs> <laughs> Chi-Chi's. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Chi-Chi's. chi uh, Oblivion at Chi-Chi's. or it's like you, you hear you Fire smell like place. a you, you smell like a fireplace, and you're like Kotor yeah. and Kiss yep. and and yeah. Load by Metallica, please. Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. It's God. Think about that. You hear, hmm. you listen to Load, and you think Kotor. You you play Kotor, yep. and you you think a Load. You you. you you smell of Campfire, you think of Load, which makes you think of Kotor, which makes you think of Load. You're like
1: <laughs> yes. it's a fucking- Everything in the universe just, is focused around that ninety three yeah. Metallica album. And there's just like a, a
0: sprinkle of, of Kiss in there. We listen to KISS a little bit during <laughs> it's that. a little time.
1: sprinkle of KISS in Terminator Two and Reese's. Yeah. Load, Metallica. When did that album come out? Ninety six. It's uh, a ninety six. Cameron Smith brings up a good point that Halo, it's it's uh uh, yeah,
0: man, how iconic!
1: How yep. iconic! I heard a little bit of guitar in the Mando score. I was listening to, I was watching it with my AirPods in, so I could make out some of the sound effects and music a little bit better. But heard some guitar there in the background. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mando's been fun. It's been unique uh, as Fair. far as uh, score. It's been really Fair. cool, really cool. Uh, let's move right along here. I've got Mando. So, what do you want to just drive into Mando? Drive into it
1: yeah let's do that I mean i haven't, I forgot to read that sample, even though I told you to read it, so I apologize. and you haven't watched the holiday special yet, which you should. I assume you're saving it for the holiday wow well, week was,
0: I, I had I had time, but I wanted to watch it with uh, uh family here, so yeah um I, I didn't want to watch it alone because I know they want to
1: it's they fun. watch it so it's fun, man, so much fun.
0: um so, so. this one was called
1: what the fuck was it called? The siege. Thank you. I'm bringing it Not up. Not the siege of Mandalore, the but siege. the siege of some Imperial fucking facility on Navarro. So, where we left off
0: was uh, Din Djarin's ship was fish lined together. He, he limps his, his ass all the way back to Navarro. Yep. Meets up with Pops the old in. gang. They're doing yep. well. The, the town's turned around. Cara Dune's a smoke so savage. She's, she's yep. fixing everything
1: judoing everybody
0: yeah and uh, grief karga uh is kind of coming around being more of a businessman and he's like the uh treasurer of the goddamn city yep cleaning everything up um yeah but long and short of it they he needs uh repairs to mm-hmm. find ahsoka yeah, tano the razor crest
1: is like yeah falling it, apart it's fucked.
0: so uh so that's where we we begin uh we get down to business uh, we find out that his the mithral i forget his name
1: i can't remember either the uh, blue fish dude, yeah. his original bounty.
0: Which is a nice kind of splash of, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is from the first episode. Um, so the Mithral's doing oh. the books for Karga. So now we've got uh, a, a gang here again. Uh, Karga, uh, <laughs> Kara and Karga, Kara, and Mithral, whatever the fuck his name is. And Din Djarin. Um They quickly find out there's... And the a- child. And the child, yes. Thank you. And the
1: child's cute as fuck. He steals some goddamn <laughs> cookies from the, the from the kid next door. <sighs> I bet every parent could relate to that opening scene when Baby Yoda has the two wires and Din trying to just talk him through fixing it. Like, just plug the wire in here. And he's like, no, take the red wire. You see the red one? The red one, not the blue one. You take the red wire and you plug it in there. Guarantee it. Mm -hmm. That's exactly, that is 100% a uh, child-rearing experience right there. You know what's hilarious? No.
0: Because it's like, obviously he can't fit in there, so he has this his baby do it like get in right. there and try to fix it it reminds me it, it 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 reminded me my dad was taking my sister and i to school or something like preschool we were young yeah. uh so he would drop us off but in the morning he left his keys inside and locked him, himself out of the house oh man so i know you you know how our house is set up it's kind of a weird old house but yeah in that, mini, in that mini garage yeah, you know what I'm t- talking about. In the back of it, there's an old coal chute because the the house used to be burn coal to heat the house, right. which is 125,000 years old. Um, but there's a little <laughs> door where, where the old coal chute. So he opened up the garage, and it just reminded me because he had me dive into this coal <laughs> chute, which was just a little little opening. There was no chute yeah. chute left, but it it, yeah. it kind of reminded me of uh, the Mando yelling at Baby Yoda, fix this, put yeah. this, because I can't fit. So Yeah, it reminded me of me me being shoved in the coal chute to unlock the door to let Dad back in. So
1: classic. (laughs) Or they drop like a screw or something into the engine bay and they can't reach because their hands are too big. Like, yeah, fish that thing out for me. Yeah, go get it, find it, hurry. (laughs) Don't electrocute yourself. Don't. Or plug in the wrong wires. Don't. Uh, And then they also turned the old Bounty Cantina into a school. And there's a protocol droid teaching everybody about trade routes.
0: Oh, that that was kind of a nice little splash. Uh, I didn't realize it was a repurposed goddamn. That's kind of cool. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. He says something offhand. He's like, "I can't believe this place is still standing." And they're like, "Wait till you see the inside. It's a school now." Yeah, it was a nice little splash where he could kind of leave, yeah. leave baby
0: Yoda there and in the care. There's
1: a huge, ta- uh, huge change of tone as well. I mean, you see that place when they were there in season one, it's like monochrome and there's troopers and bounty hunters everywhere. And now it's like bright and colorful. And there's people in the market walking around, taking their kids to school. Mm-hmm. Everything's vivid. Oh, yeah. Kick the empire the fuck out of there. Uh, Basically. They, Baby Yoda steals candy. He steals candy. Always. The kid's always hungry. Um, they find He's out. He's tiny. I'm just- he shouldn't
0: have to eat that much. So Karga mentions there's, a, there's an Imperial base still here. Uh, we need to fucking blow it up to really release ourselves from the grip of the Empire.
1: Another side quest. Another side quest. You but- come back to Navarro to get repairs for your ship, and they're like, I'll help you, but we need to do this first. But this isn't – this felt different
0: than a side quest. Because it is hard oh, yeah.
1: tied into a lot of the greater greater stories here. Sure. Well, no, no, it was good. It was just, you know, Mando's been following that video game formula, very, which very is awesome. So. Very
0: much yeah. so. And it is, it's, it's fun because you don't know where they're going. Um, but I guess my complaints along the way have been, like, that was fun, but it didn't really add much. The Village one, you're like, ah, okay, some internal. I, I've considered jumping off this whole bandwagon and banging the Village Woman. Um, yeah. But uh no, this this side quest felt more hard tied into the main quest per se.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we get some actual information in with this episode, unlike the frog episode. Yes. Um Yeah, I mean
0: they break into the, the base, they find some heavy shit really quickly. They Oh well how did you feel about the lava pit? It was kind of like episode four and um uh, mm. uh, God damn it, Mustafar! <laughs> Jesus, it felt like a, yeah. an episode four Mustafar scene where uh, Anakin breaks the goddamn lever and then ooh ooh, ooh lava yep. starts <laughs> spilling over. Him.
1: Yeah, you know how the empire likes to put very important consoles on the opposite side of where you are coming from on a big cylinder that has no guardrail over a <laughs> lava pit because that's smart. I love the uh, little quip that the Mithral—he's like,
0: "There's not even a guardrail." Like, oh, my I, I was like, "Perfect." I, yeah. Okay,
1: I get it. That's fun. Yeah, it reminded me of the Family Guy thing. Yeah, when the guys like on the Death Star, like one of the laser shoots. And there's no guardrail and there's a giant radioactive laser blast traveling by your head. Like, what the hell? I forget what they even say. They're like, fuck healthcare. I just want a guardrail. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They have a weird way of building things.
0: Yeah. It is very, very weird. Um their, their their plan is to blow this place up. It comes to the point where they they've basically set the bomb. It's gonna fucking blow up. It's not a bomb, yep. but it's you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and then they, they come across the yeah. They come across the info that uh, the scientist from the first episode or first handful uh, is basically talking to Moff Gideon about yeah. some goddamn stuff called midichlorians.
1: Yeah. Well, first, so first they break into this place and there, there's two Imperial guys with that same Camino. Um, badge Mm -hmm. and they're trying to back up a bunch of data tapes and then they bust in and the guys try to blow up all the tapes to just, you know, keep it out of their hands. And there's a bunch of vats. It reminded me of like uh, independence day when they're in area, area, area 66, I almost said area 51, but there's like a bunch of uh, science experiments like in these vats and they see it. And then bro from, from season one, the scientist starts talking about, cloning or injecting uh, M-counts into people's bloodstreams. Mm-hmm. A lot of info there. It's not quite clear what's going on, but it looks like there's deformed clones or deformed test subjects in those vats.
0: Yeah. So we should preface that they, they assumed this was just a military installment, military base, and they went in to go blow it up, and that was it. That was going to be the right. end of it. Right. Uh, obviously, they come, come across
1: that this was more of like a scientific... I, like lab, um, right? So they come. But over- now we know why the scientist was on Navarro and the client, and why they were trying to get Baby Yoda. That's how they kind of had that that little base there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of wrapping everything into into one episode, uh, a- and it raises the stakes. Moff Gideon is still alive, which we we knew, but the characters didn't. So they're they're right. going to start treating like it, obviously as soon as he's just like as soon as didn't realize that Moff Gideon's still alive fuck we need to get back to baby yoda because yeah first of all i don't know why he just left him anyways he to hire the mithral to take care of baby yoda like have someone with him but to just right. be like oh yeah c3p4
1: <laughs> take care wipe the baby's ass and feed him some yeah. cookies and yes what are the odds that you're gonna keep baby yoda safe while i'm gone on this mission yeah 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 two to one two to one two to one <laughs> uh 50 50.
0: Yeah, yeah. So obviously they're trying to uh, bring something or someone back using midichlorians
1: and baby blood and well, there's a couple there's a couple things it could be. Okay. We now now it's time for speculation celebration, but like I saw the deformed thing in the vat, so my first thought was like, "Oh, that's like an early snoke thing that they didn't do properly." That's the first thing I thought okay. of because it was just a deformed body. And then I thought, well, maybe this is like early stages of them testing cloning tech so they can bring back Palpatine. And maybe Gideon is like the guy in charge of Palpatine's contingency plans. And then my mind went there. But then I was watching... Um, well, first of all, what do you think about either of those two possibilities? I think
0: the only options is uh, Palpy. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, because you need to... Fuck Snoke. You need to bring Palpy back first. And then Snoke has to be like contingency plan two. Like, right. Step one is to bring back your boss, the, the dude that was running things. Um, I, I, I 100% believe it's, it's Palpy. And I don't yeah. know if they were alluding that that was Palpy's body, because that would have been fucking crazy.
1: I assume that they were testing the technology on. Other the, things. They, they said volunteers, so I assume ah. they took people captive and they were testing the process before they, you gotcha. know, they, before they gave it to. Paw That's team. crazy. That's very yeah. brutal. I love it. I love it. It's crazy now, but I was watching uh good old uh, Alex Boy from Star Wars Explained, and he was saying perhaps that Gideon is trying to find a way to like infuse force-sensitive blood into his bloodstream. Like, is he trying to find a way to like get midichlorians into his body to become force sensitive which I thought was very interesting
0: I don't hate that I wanted to hate it I wanted to hate it but <laughs> as I was explaining it I hated well, myself for no, saying I, I, it I, but I, I think it makes sense in it from a character point of view right Like that's that's kind of out there uh, you know in a general sense but like since the Jedi are, are supposedly gone Darth Vader and Sidious are gone. We need someone to bring back balance, per se. Like, we need force something. We need to find it and or, you know, find out a scientific way to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, That way everything can, uh, you know, you can rule this place. So, I think it makes sense, you know, especially with him having the Darksaber. Yeah, like he might
1: be obsessed with, you know, Jedi or force-sensitive stuff.
0: Yeah, there does seem to be some type of obsession there, um, which I, yeah,
1: I don't hate. I don't hate it. Um, I, I again, I I wanted to hate
0: it because, like, it's almost nice that there is no crazy force-sensitive people. Like, it would have been nice that someone like Moff Gideon can come to power without being a fucking wizard. True. Um, that's why I always well, I he always, did come to power. True. Well, from kind of. I mean, it's the things are in shambles. Uh, but there's a lot of opportunity that he can just climb the ranks. And if he does get something like Baby Yoda and, and or we'll, we'll talk uh, for some foreshadowing here with the Dark Troopers yeah. potentially, yeah. if he can get something like that off off the the ground and and running, man, he
1: he'll take over immediately. Well, we I guess at this point we technically don't know. I mean, he could very well be the highest ranking officer in the whatever's left over the Empire. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I guess we don't know if there's anyone above him or not. I mean, he could have used the downfall of Palpatine and then the Battle of Jakku and everything just to kind of rise to the top and take control of everything. So I don't know. Um, I guess the, my, I, I want to say that it's Palpatine stuff in the works there. I guess my only concern is there's still 24 years until he actually comes back. So what, that's quite a long gap of time. Also, do you think that the Mando, the show is going to be hard tied into the movie, into like the sequel trilogy? Like, do you think we're going to get answers about episode nine from The Mandalorian as a show? Not directly.
0: Not directly. I do think... uh, There's got to be obvious cloning technology that happens in Mando that's going to lead to, like, oh, yeah, of course Palpy's back. Of Mm -hmm. course Snoke exists. Like, it's everything's fine. But for them to... It's not going to... It's going to be, like I said, not directly. That this What they're doing right now seems more like Moff Gideon's struggling to take power or take over. Rather, yeah, he's rather just running than, his own experiments. Rather than it be directly a contingency plan of Palpy at this mm-hmm. point. Maybe it is right. step one, you know, unofficially. Or, right. or maybe even if outside of the contingency plan, you know, this has to happen. I don't know. I don't know.
1: It's, yeah. Like, is Gideon going to tie... And his forces and his little section of the Empire going to tie into the First Order at some point? Yeah. Or is he just off doing his own fucking thing uh, in the Outer Rim?
0: Yeah. Well, what I what I assume is he's doing his own thing, trying to gain power, and in the end, his technology and his advances are going to be somehow taken over by the First Order. And then they're going to use it. So I don't <laughs> think it's directly... I think the First yeah. Order could be enemies of this Imperial
1: Remnant. Interesting the thing that's getting me is the long live the empire from the last episode. I, that mm. sounds to me like it's deep rooted in some sort of like contingency plan. Like if our leaders go down, we're going to carry it on because of this. And it's, yeah, it sounds like Gideon is in it. I don't want to say in it for the right reasons because they're the bad guys, but he's in it for what he thinks are the right reasons not to, you know, become some sort of zealot. <laughs> but that I don't know. Maybe he initiated some sort of "Long Live the Empire" chant that they all do now. I don't know. No, it's a good point. No, it's a very good point. Uh, so it, Not it, chant. It, with
0: with them, yeah, yelling stuff like that, it there is, it probably is more hard tied than I, I want to uh, realize. Um, yeah. Cameron Smith says uh, that Moff is easily the highest ranking in that sector of the galaxy. Sounded like he's been uh, been rogue for a while on his personal mission. Um, no, it's a good point. I mean, the fact that he is a surviving moth of the empire, uh, does say, does suggest that he's way up there. Um, but he's not a
1: grand moth. Well, I don't know how many grand, grand moth Thrawn fucking around. I don't know how many grand
0: moths exist at one time is, I, I guess, have no idea. so uh, that's what he's saying is more rank, highest ranking in that sector of the galaxy. You could have, right. you know, a 10th of the galaxy and be the highest ranking moth and still be someone of. Great Importance, so
1: yeah, because you got Moth is like Moth of this sector, right? Just like a governor or something,
0: yeah. A governor, I think a Moth's above a governor, I don't know how The it regional
1: works. governors, yeah. I don't know the ranking system at all. I need a flow chart, yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, uh, and it all kind of leads to you know them, fucking. it's almost like what we wanted to see play out in like a Plagueis thing is actually playing out. A right in front of us. They're fucking with midichlorians.
1: Mm-hmm. They're
0: using like force, force user blood yeah. to tw- quite possibly bring a dead person back and or enhance a trooper and or, in, or, or create a trooper of some sort and or enhance someone that's already here in, mm-hmm. in Moff Gideon. We, I mean, it could go obviously in, in all, either of those ways, any of those ways, which is awesome. I love it. Yep. I, it is. It's yep. exciting. It, it really is. Um, this is what I needed. I needed it to spawn into something where it's like oh shit
1: yeah like this it's expanding the the sphere of mando right now
0: yeah yeah like it's almost like for how for how bad episode two is it spawns everything
1: (laughs) with the clones and the the war yeah Yeah. it
0: changes everything now that we have an army of clones that technology but we're on right on that cusp are right on that cusp that that the clones. Well, the clones were the death of fucking Jedi. So this technology is huge. If they could get a force force user, user trooper, or you know, be able to inject uh, the force into uh, Moff Gideon and, and it works, because they also say um, they they injected the force blood and the what did they call them? the the. The donor oh,
1: or... Oh, yeah. The child is the donor. The ch- yep.
0: child's the donor, but it said like the body rejected it or something.
1: The body of who they're putting it into rejected it.
0: Yeah. It says, yeah, right here. The body rejected the blood.
1: Uh, Pershing doubts that uh, they will find The him. child is so small, and we know from Yoda's species that he's so force sensitive. That's probably such a, such a concentrated, potent midichlorian sample. Yeah. Like, they probably need to dilute that shit with some regular-ass blood. And then, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if we well, were talking about midichlorian counts, but Anakin's, what, over 20,000? Dude,
0: they're, they're just, uh, they're ODing the bodies
1: on yeah, exactly. midichlorian blood.
0: They're like, oh, then I can't. Right.
1: It's like the first <laughs> time you have alcohol, you're taking, like, 99% rubbing alcohol instead of, like, a beer. That's the only comparison I can think of.
0: Is that is that how it works? <laughs> I'm pretty. Sure. I think
1: something like that. Don't uh, do that. I don't know. Don't know. Ninety nine percent. Yeah.
0: So we, we obviously we got the big the big uh, drop of information. We got the the scientific aspects behind it.
1: Uh, Still enough that happens, mystery to keep us going for oh, yeah. the rest of the season. Yeah. But yeah.
0: They uh then Jaren completely flies out of there to go save Baby Yoda make sure he's all right. So we are left with the three goons. <laughs> um, blasting their way out of the uh, out of the imperial base, which is fun. It was fun. It, re- it was fun. It um a little clunky as far as shooting. I will admit, like every I don't know how many turns of a corner they need to show, but every it felt like there for like four minutes straight. It was just the the three people running through the halls, turning a corner. Okay, yep. and then they they did it again. Turn it, oh, we'll take a right. There's more people, boom, boom. And then we'll we'll keep running, and we'll take another <laughs> left. And then you're like, dude, I get it. They're running through it. Like, right. I don't know how much of this you need. <laughs> it felt very clunky. Um, yeah, I guess not unnecessary,
1: which makes it clunky. Um, well, I mean, Star Wars has always had that. It's good guys running through a hallway, killing all the bad guys with one shot. And never dying. Yeah, yeah, every every movie has their version of it. I mean, I thought I felt the same way in Rise of Skywalker when Finn and Poe were in that Star Destroyer. Yeah, and they were. Yeah. you know, one blast, everyone in armor is going down, but Poe can take one in the arm and you know just get repaired afterwards. Yep, repaired, repaired. <laughs> yes, I would agree with that. And then I also they do that thing where they spent so much time on the the turret that's on that little. Uh, Transport Mm -hmm. and the speeder Bikes and then the TIE fighters and Carl Weathers is like spinning it around and you Go to the targeting computer and then back to the ships And then back to the turret and then back to the ships I just felt like that was a little Drawn out for him to only hit like you know One of them that whole time you know it does It does feel like Show
0: Carl Weathers One time he sits Down in the thing turns it on You obviously he's like kind of struggling with it because It's kind of a clunky machine that's yeah. all I need to see. I don't need to go back to him every 10 seconds to understand that that's still Carl Weathers in the fucking Well, you got to have his commentary, though. You got to have his commentary. True, true. But I thought, like, once you get that, that grand scheme of, like, the, the TIE fighters are flying around, just have the TIE fighters, like, flying around. Oh, shit. He, he's shooting at yeah. us. And let's evasive maneuvers. Let's, let's figure yeah. something else out. I, did, I do really like the, uh, the in-cockpit in uh, shots of the, the TIE fighter pilots.
1: Oh, yeah, always. Those are always always cool. Always love seeing a TIE fighter pilot. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Yeah, so the the Canyon Pursuit and the dogfight was... (sighs) It was fun.
1: It was fun. I I will admit it was fun. Um, Yeah, definitely. And then they're a little worried because he takes out one TIE fighter, but there's still two more. Well, he takes out the speeders. Speeders first, and then the TIE fighters come zoning in. And he does take one of them out. And then... Uh, Din Djarin blasts back in on a fully repaired razor crest and saves the day.
0: Yeah, very uh, uh, Millennium Falcon esque, like coming very in. Much.
1: Um, Not to mention at the very beginning when his ship stalls out, that we have the Millennium Falcon sound effect there when the ship stalls, mm-hmm. and then he blazes back in, saving the day like Han Solo, taking baby Yoda for a roller coaster ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that was very cute watching baby Yoda. Like, this
1: is one of his cutest episodes
0: by far. Um, the, the scout troopers on the bikes, I, I literally like stood there or sat there with a smile on my face. I felt, I was just like, Oh, of course they're doing this shit. This is cool. Like I I got really excited. It was like, Oh my God, episode six, but on like a a desert planet and let's, let's fly through the cannon. So it was like pod racing episode six. Like it felt like it was just mashing two, two things in my head and I just, uh, yeah, I was very happy with it. Um, yeah, and then obviously the Outlander, Outland TIE Fighters, you saw them folded up and take flight and then shoots at them. That's That was nice. I will always like those TIE Fighters that fold up. We talked about it earlier, but it's, yep. it's a cool little little change that just makes so much sense in my head. So
1: Yeah, it was nice. Um, Overall, very fun, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was a fun episode. Very uh, deep-rooted seeds that they planted with this uh, injecting Force user blood into fill-in-the-blank.
1: It doesn't fucking right. matter at this point. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so we learn out that that mechanic that, we, uh, that was going to fix yeah. the Mando ship did put a tracker on the ship. He's working for the Empire. Uh, and then that officer says he will be well rewarded in the new era, You know, what's which kind, sounds very interesting to me. You know what's kind of funny is like you immediately think, well, if he can fix the ship, he
0: can rig the ship. If he can rig the ship, he can blow the ship up. Why don't they just blow him up? But the only thing keeping everything, like Din Djarin alive... Is the fact that they need baby Yoda alive.
1: Exactly. Yep. They need the subject, the child. So, the asset. It's almost, that's what they call him, the asset. Yeah.
0: It's almost like, thank God, Din Jaren literally keeps baby Yoda on his tit right. because if he didn't, they would just <laughs> kill him and be done with it. But you don't want to harm the baby, the, the baby Yoda. That makes me yeah. even more pissed that that scout trooper in the first season was punching the shit out of baby Yoda. Right. Like if Moff Gideon saw that, you he would have been blasted oh, yeah. immediately. Like, dude, we need that thing.
1: We need that thing's blood for our future army.
0: We don't need the the blood on the outside. We need the blood on the inside, bro. Stop punching my baby. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, uh, a very, very uh fun episode. Um again, I hate to talk shit. If I had to criticize it, very very clunky uh hall running and, and blasting, I just eh, didn't do it yeah. for me. But um, yeah. If that's the only thing I, I'm was complaining fun. about, it's a, it was a great episode. So,
1: yeah, um, uh, and then if, well, of course the, the big reveal at the end. So we talk with Gideon, that um, whoever that captain or admiral is, mm-hmm. chats with Gideon, and we see him in a like a barracks full of dark troopers. So it's hard to tell exactly what it is at first. I thought it, they were more they were death troopers. First glance, and mm-hmm. then I, like, rewinded it and, like, got a little closer. And, yeah, I think it's pretty clear that they're Dark Troopers. And that that also could be part of the, the reason they want the, the blood. Yeah. I, I don't know the exact story of Dark Troopers. Well, we'll get
0: into it right now.
1: Yes. Go ahead and fill me in because the first time I stumbled across them was in the first Battlefront game. Oh, really? Yeah. So- and that's why when when well, somebody was talking about um when they were in dark forces mm-hmm. and they were like droids almost i was super confused because i just knew them as that you know gray stormtrooper from battlefront that had a jetpack yeah yeah so and i don't know if that's the same thing it is so or a different era
0: there are so go, yeah, four four separate phases of the dark trooper experiment whatever you want to fucking call it okay so the first phase immediately was um They were non-combat droid. They weren't non-combat, or I'm sorry, they were not combat droids, but they were cyborg clone troopers because the clone troopers were degenerating so quickly that they needed to like replace bits and pieces of them. So there was literally like 70% of the body parts were replaced by mechanical components. So that was phase zero. We're actually extending the life of the clone troopers that they still had.
1: Gotcha. Um Phase so 1 that was probably that unit then cuz it was still a person. What do you mean? Right? Cuz I think it gets to the point where they're mostly droids. Isn't well, they the, the Phase 1
0: is the droid. Is okay. um, the a uh, dark trooper that's the earliest dark trooper was more than uh, uh, So they had basically a vibro sword, which is cool that they even put that in there. Um right. yeah, they were droids. The Phase 1 was a dark trooper droid and they, it looks like they had a shield of some sort. Um, oh, you, if you can see the behind me. So this one is the is phase one. It's got the goddamn shield and the sword. There's a lot of tubes going on. <laughs> a lot of tubes. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I mean, walking through it, phase two is kind of a bigger, badder version. Let me move my head out of the way. That's probably what's on um, Battlefront. Is is uh, this middle version here, this gray one? No. It's the big one.
1: No, that's what, See, this is why I'm so confused. Let me pop the screen open here on Wikipedia. Phase Zero. This, but in like a gray instead of white, is what was on Battlefront. Oh. The original Battlefront. So that what well,
0: that's a clone trooper, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say because I didn't know the story, so it looked just like a fancier version of a trooper. You know, it hadn't had a jetpack. Yeah. Well, that's so cool. I had never seen until they popped up in one of the one of the cartoons. I had never seen these other Phase One, Two, and Three.
0: Yeah, well, that's the big thing. What Kyle Katarn? If if there's like one major thing that Kyle Katarn does, it's it's the destruction of this uh, Dark Trooper project. It gotcha. never really gets off the ground because he keeps fucking. You know, he's he he's. Um, quested. he discovers it. Well, he's quested by the 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 rebellion by the the yeah. New Republic to go do this shit. Um, which you know, if you beat the game, you then you do prevent it from happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do basically. Get all these off the ground. They make a couple of them, and then he destroys the plants or whatever. Fill in the blank. Yep. But uh, you get all the way to uh, so there's phase zero, one, two, and three. You get to the phase three, and it's literally a goddamn juggernaut. With yeah. look, I mean, look at that thing.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. Well, that
0: looks like phase two almost. The phase three is like. That's
1: well. I need more
0: more pictures, I need please. It. Phase three. Give me some more. Yeah, it's, it's literally well. So the cool thing about the phase three was not only was it a droid, but it was a, it was a wearable armor. You can have uh, stormtroopers jump into this goddamn thing.
1: So seeing these guys look, in that barracks. Sorry, go bring that back up. I can definitely do that. It says uh, at the bottom here, well,
0: bottom of the first paragraph, it was sometimes even classified as a bipedal tank.
1: <laughs> That's how big this fucker yeah. is. That's awesome. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry no it's okay i was just gonna say i uh so obviously you know new star wars has a habit of taking legends things and bringing them back into canon with some few tweaks so i wonder if part of their project is like injecting midichlorians into soldiers to make super soldiers and the dark trooper is going to be some like exoskeleton armor But actual people inside it that have, you know, been injected with with the Force, Mm -hmm. for lack of a better term. That's what you thought it was going to be? Well, I'm saying, like, that could be part of the project as well. Yeah. Like, maybe Gideon's not trying to become Force-sensitive. Maybe they're putting midichlorians into soldiers to give them, you know, heightened abilities or whatever, like Captain America or some shit. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, like, it makes logical sense, I think, from, like, the Empire point of view. Um, You know, Stormtroopers are very inaccurate, obviously. Stormtroopers are very... They they can defect, you know. They have a mind of their own. They're just people. We see mm-hmm. we see that in Rogue One, obviously, with the defector. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if we can, it's kind of that blend of you want the benefits of the clone troopers, but you don't want them to deteriorate like savages. And only my reign only is fifteen years because they fucking age out um so yeah something in, in, in a blend of i need a droid army that can think for itself let's fucking make it force powers if i have an army of force power troopers
1: get the yeah. fuck out of the way i know that's crazy everybody's casting force valor on themselves just imagine <laughs> just imagine just what force you can storms,
0: do everybody's just force storming each other <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i don't know they could go a lot of ways with it and i'm this also opens the door for, like, what happens to the cloning technology between the prequels and the original trilogy. It's like, I don't, still don't know what, these scientists, like, where they come from, why they have that Camino emblem. You know what's I- interesting is, like, just thinking about it from a palpy
0: point of view, which is how you always want to consider things.
1: That's the only point of view there is, really.
0: Just like the droid army in, in their prequels, he, he probably would want to destroy because that's potential of another army being created to defy his. To destroy well, that technology. Wondering.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like if they kept the tech because like the Kaminoans made the clones, and then the clones turned bad, and that's the Empire. So obviously, like the Empire maybe Kamino isn't part of the Empire, but that's what I having. Obviously, like relations, so Ooh. sexual relations.
0: Well, like so, that's a good point, because they were kind of just hired.
1: Like Kamino, yeah. Kaminoan. So I'm wondering like did Palpy go back and fuck up Camino, Or did he like take them under the wing of the empire and like keep that, le- that technology going? Ruled
0: them by fear. Yeah.
1: Which I would think the, f- the first thing that you said have- has to be the most uh, obvious because why are they still trying to do all these tests and everything if they already have the clone technology? Yeah. You know what I mean? If they kept the Kaminoans in the empire, they would be the ones, you know, can you imagine if they had like, a Kaminoan in, in the show? Like Lama Sue or some shit, like in the show, mm. running that program, like that'd be so cool. But like, yeah, if they kept the Kaminoans around, they wouldn't need to do all this extra work. They do though.
0: They do because it's you're you're trying to clone Force Sensitives. That's the biggest issue. That's the biggest difference. We, oh, true. We can true, we true. can clone people. That's all day. You want you want twenty <laughs> Dingerans? It's it's yeah. fifty bucks, bitch, and we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. get you signed up. But yeah, the whole Force Sensitive thing, like uh, like the the scientist said, the body's rejecting it. So right the M counts too high. Yeah. Yeah. It's it cool. Depends. I like the I like the scientific the the technology behind it, the thoughts, the the I want I
1: need more beakers in Star
0: Wars. I want more more of that.
1: Did it remind you at all of in the first uh, Mass Effect when you go to Vermier and you like discover the lab of Krogan experimentations? No. Damn. Just me.
0: Damn. Fine. Fine. I'll take it. No, it did not. Uh, it, re- it honestly, as soon as I saw the the tubes, I thought Dark Trooper, and I was like, "They are not bringing the fucking Dark Troopers into this. That's so cool. It's a great idea. Hell yeah, it's a great yeah. idea. It's a it's a way. What if? Hey, what if but, we see Kyle Katarn? Of... Oh, could you imagine?
1: Uh, I can't actually.
0: I can't either. But it would be a huge drop if they if they introduced Kyle Katarn and did it right.
1: Yeah, I think it would be
0: hella popular.
1: I think it would be awesome. Yeah. No, that'd be great. Cuz he's, he's, he's super, got a, well wouldn't be a surprise now cuz you ruined it for me with your theory.
0: Yeah, but. I mean it, it's he's kind of like a cult classic. I'm not a huge fan of him, but to be honest, he does some crazy things and I would I would I would 100% sign up to watch him do
1: Half yeah. of what he does in the game, so um, yeah, like a new Republic version of Calcutarn. Mm. that'd be cool. I mean, with all the drops they gave away, basically by announcing the cast listing, like we knew about Boba and Ahsoka and Bo Katan and everything already. Yeah. they they have like they do have one or two big drops that they are saving for yeah. the end of the season. Yeah, so no, I think
0: because uh, well, the other the other aspect of this is not only cloning Force sensitives and or injecting Force blood into a non Force user and making it work. But the other aspect is um, breaking off from the Force, the way Luke does. Kyle Katarn does that. He goes to the Valley of the Jedi in one of the games and literally mm-hmm. gives up the Force. Right. Uh, and then in a later game, he goes back there to get the Force back to because because <laughs> his friends get in trouble. It's 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 kind of trash. It's totally a video game yeah, thing, exactly. Yeah. But you know, the fact that he does it is uh, kind of leaves the doors open. So oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, if it happens like that,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, you made a face to the. I'm sorry. Sometimes I make faces while you're in your in your uh, divulgions of of canon. So no, I think you know? uh, yeah. If we saw Kyle Katana. damn, that'd be crazy. You, look, look. If we saw Kyle Can Guitar we imagine seeing the hawk in the, the what's it called? Who? His ship, the Moldy Crow. The his ship. Oh, the uh, the, the hawk two ninety. Yeah, what is it called? The Moldy Crow. The Moldy Crow? Yeah. Sorry, I'm fixing my mic. That's the name of the ship. Kyle Katarn's Ship. I can't spell. Shigip. Ship. Enter. Yeah, the Moldy Crow. It's HWK-290 thing. Brennan said uh,
0: he imagined Palpatine killed off the Kaminoans to prevent them slipping his plans to destroy the
1: Jedi and the rule and rule of the galaxy. Yeah. I mean that would be my first bet. But Palpatine does like his uh his sinister plans. So I could totally see him kind of keeping them in the uh, in the group. You know so what's to speak. crazy is some
0: some engineer on Camino said, "What is that? Oh, it's an inhibitor chip. What does it do? You kill random people and, and good people?" Yeah, 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 I can put that in whatever you need. Right.
1: Right, they had to they had to sign off that part of the contract. Yeah. You know,
0: it's got to be someone on Camino, like I don't know.
1: I don't know. Well, the inhibitor chip isn't just for order 66 though, I don't think.
0: Okay. So maybe it was a mass upload of these are 100 orders. I'm not going to read through all this. I'll just mass upload this into the fucking thing.
1: <laughs> Actually, yeah, they had all all 127 or whatever stored in their in their in their chip, so maybe you're right. <laughs> Yeah, but somebody had to sign off on that. Oh, that's going to be an extra 30,000, Palpatine, if you want this Order 66. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Order 66. Cheers, farm boy. Cheers, farm boy. Yeah, uh, I also want to know. Yeah, there's just a gap of time. I want to know what's happening to the clones in between. Cloners. Order 66 and uh, the Empire and how they they, uh, get into the Empire and who deserts and who doesn't. Yeah So are you mad
0: That uh, yes. your 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 vision came true That we didn't see Ahsoka In this one
1: You know to be completely honest with you I had forgotten about it I didn't forget that she's you know up on the list of people To meet but I was It was a good solid episode yeah. So I wasn't like oh man I just wish we'd get to Ahsoka Earlier I was I was entertained So I, I was content
0: I'm still pissed
1: <laughs> but it's a show that's how they do it man look i get
0: it i'm it doesn't mean i'm uh, i can't be pissed about it it was a great it was a great episode but it didn't it didn't take me off like and it also planted a bunch of seeds it does it did it was great it was fucking great but you're gonna drop Ahsoka's name and she doesn't come like oh oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. boba fett
1: (laughs) i am annoyed you thought you
0: thought he was gonna be in this fucking hell they're, that's what they're gonna do with a goddamn Ahsoka. She's gonna be like,
1: "I'll take the baby
0: and protect him while you go on the side mission." And then,
1: not and then happen. we're
0: not gonna see her. Be like, "Oh Jesus, not gonna happen. Not gonna happen." <laughs> Approved. Now, obviously, Dave Filoni uh, is directing or had directed the next episode, so of course he's gonna hold that's off. That's
1: prime candidate. Yeah, effort. it's gonna. Yeah. She's gonna
0: show up on this. She first of all, he wouldn't leave the the launch of of Ahsoka to anyone else. Second Probably, of yeah. all, he wouldn't leave the launch of Ahsoka
1: to anyone else. <laughs> what What if they had George direct an episode? That'd be so fucking awesome. I, I don't know why they wouldn't. That would... Even if it was... A, As you were saying that, I yeah. was like, he would have leave the a live a live version of Ahsoka to George to direct. That would be fucking crazy. Yeah. Was that... Yeah, because that was all still under his reign. Yeah. Yeah, when that original... Animated movie came out, it was 2007, I think. Earlier, right? Six or seven. Oh, one of those two. Mm. You're saying Ahsoka wasn't around it when we were in school? Interesting. No, yeah, no, it was that Clone Wars animated movie that came out like in, yeah, 07.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: Shinobi says that Lucas has expressed he has no interest in directing anymore because he
0: knows he'd fuck it well, up. Well, thanks he a would lot fuck for ruining it up. my dreams. He would thanks absolutely
1: fuck it up. We'd be back in 1978,
0: and he'd be like, "He's too out of the, he's too far out of the game at yeah. this point." I feel I bad saying that, but he 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 was the one to lay the groundwork. I'm glad yeah. he kind of let let the ship go and let a, yeah. some other people. Yeah, it's it's nice. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, what what are your
1: thoughts on Amando? Mando? Shout out at us, yell at us, let us know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would, uh, yeah, very, very content with this episode. It's I, I like when they have they find a nice way to like give you a drop, but then also use the drop to tease even more stuff for future episodes. Yeah. They do that well, so this is one of those. Well, good examples they also of that. make
0: a big deal out of small drops. Like we're all waiting for Boba Fett. We're all waiting for Ahsoka. Baby Yoda mm-hmm. was a huge drop, but like the Dark Trooper. If you don't know the history behind it, you pro- first of all right. you probably didn't even notice it. You're just like, Oh yeah, yeah, maybe Death Troopers cool a cool like Darth Vader yeah. trooper. Like, if you had have, never heard yeah. of the
1: Dark Troopers before, you were just like, Oh, those are just soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. Like mentioning soldiers. Which
0: from a certain point of view, that's all they are at this point. True. They haven't they haven't expanded on it. Um true. So yeah, we'll we'll see where they go with it. Um yeah, like I said, they're they're making big deals out of small stuff for us hardcore fans. The the Darksaber. If you didn't know any better, you're just like, dude, that guy looks sweet. He's got that fucking right. dark, like black lightsaber. I want that. Duh. Right. So, right. Um, no, it, it's nice that they're able to do that, able to do the big drops or small drops mm-hmm. for us, us hardcore fans that really do mean a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we got to see a goddamn crate Dragon. Guys, what the fuck else do you want? Everything's
1: good. Everything's good.
0: Really, the only thing else that I need is uh, for them not to do this around Din Djarin, and I want to see Darth Revan. Hand, I want to see him wrestle a crate dragon with his bare hands, (laughs) and Malik in a cheerleader
1: uniform cheering him on.
0: Hey, you can do it! Yeah, yeah, rah rah.
1: I want to see them steal the crate dragon from the sand people and try to shove that motherfucker into a lightsaber. (laughs) I yeah, that's true. I want to see Revan. How's that upgrade supposed to work? Yeah, I want to see Revan put
0: a saddle on a crate dragon and ride him into Coruscant somehow,
1: some way, to take over again. Yeah Mandalorians on a mythosaur No thank you I want to see Revan on a crate Dragon Yes thank- Guys He needs a sand mask So he can go under the sand Without suffocating
0: Disney Sign us up
1: We'll do <laughs> Hey we're, we're the new uh, Benioff and Weiss If I had to say We'll do a hell of a side mission
0: uh, For, for <laughs> season three of Mando It'll be fun Everybody would talk about it <laughs>
1: General God, general man.
0: shinobi that's hilarious you are you a are a bold one. one. How did no one ever think that before I'm pissed at myself that i didn't uh let's Me see too. um i guess we'll we'll finish up with uh the light of the jedi so the first couple nah. I think they they actually released if i'm if I read right so obviously they released two chapters. I thought they released even more than that uh if I saw correctly, but I read the first two chapters. It seemingly is really fucking fun. It starts off with disaster. All hell breaks Good. loose. And it's not because there's an all-big-bad Sith dark side user. Well, seemingly okay. at this point. Uh, it's basically a disaster in the hyperspace lanes. And it's from two points of view. The first, uh, the first chapter is basically a, a captain on a transport. She is tran- She's an old military captain. She's transporting a bunch of people from Coruscant out to the Outer Rim. For a promise of, of new money, new life, but all of this shit. It's kind of nice. She's, she's walking throughout doing her. She's, she runs her her ship like a very uh, uh, military. She's out of the military, but she still runs her ship like a like, like goddamn military. Um, long short of it, kaboom. They run into some serious shit, and the ship blows up, and they die. That's the end of the first chapter. Yeah, it, 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 get, it hits the ground fucking running. The second chapter, you're on this outpost. There's this, like, dude, he wants to hit on this Twi'lek. He's, like... It's kind of weird, but he's, like, at work, and he's thinking about uh, going to the bar later and hitting on this Twi'lek and asking her out. Oh, yeah. But he's, I mean, he's, I'm he's, it. he's literally sitting at work, and he's like, I, maybe I can leave early, something, blah, blah, blah. He's right on the cusp of, of leaving, and then uh, he's sitting there with his, his co-worker, and uh, alarms start going off. Something that they're reading in the hyperspace lanes. And he's like, uh, shit, what, is this normal? She's like, I don't know. Um... Essentially, what happened to that freighter? Something came out of hyper into the hyperspace lanes, fucked the freighter up. The freighter became shrapnel and starts destroying this entire system. Jesus, yeah, it's pretty fucked and it's pretty cool right away. Are we getting Eugene Vong up in this now? I don't know. It really does feel like that. It really does. Um, that something is fucking up the hyperspace lanes out here. So it's no longer safe. They're going to be cut off from all all living
1: life. All all. all uh... They did show a, a tease of the um, who the enemy are. Ooh, I don't know if you saw that. No,
0: let's share this shit.
1: Let's do that since you brought that up. Again, then bringing legend stuff into canon. So here are two different versions of, of the enemies. Uh, we have. Interesting. Some dude. Mark. <laughs> Good old Mark. He looks pretty cool. Kind of looks like. Yeah, he looks cool. He looks like, He's like, like, like a, a pirate blunderbuss. Yeah, bus. like a, 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 a,
0: a space pirate. Like an actual space pirate. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, some. Gra- uh, yeah. The, it's called the Nile or the Neil. Something like that. Nile. Like nihilism. Yeah. They look, look kind of like a like culty. Yeah. And I don't know who this uh crawling mm. plant thing is. It's a plant. I don't even know what to say. It's a vegan Borgullet. The Drengir. Mm. So it's a sentient sentient creature. Oh really? That so, thing can talk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not just like a like a beast. It's not a beast, yes. It is sentient. Wow. So
0: who knows man? Well, from from a certain point of view what I'm thinking is there there's locals out there. So what this, what it sounds like is people are going to the outer rim as a frontier. We've already talked about that. But you mm-hmm. think about it, that stuff's already inhabited by someone somewhere and then right. like the the light of the Jedi they're forcing there. It's it's just like they're fucking with the locals. Yeah, yeah. they're fucking with the locals. It's the, it's very much the Wild West and I'm into that. Exactly. Like that, exactly. That setting. Yeah. And so there's going to be obvious struggles um you know, if they're fucking up Fucking ships up in the hyperspace lanes. There's no way to get out there, right? So you're you're, you're cutting them off at the cord. Like there's no help coming because they're they're mm-hmm. controlling the hyperspace lanes. It's so you know they take that shit for granted in the in the new movies and all that. And in the Star Wars that we know, the hyperslip uh, coordinating done. Boom, we're here. Right. We don't have to worry about it. Um. No. It's like in in casual we'll bounce off a star or shoot through a fucking thing it's like it <laughs> ain't like dusted crops yeah bro. exactly but uh, you know they still get there nothing nothing, no yeah. issues I mean, um, but the idea that a, a huge freighter gets struck by something or something you know
1: something happens and it becomes shrapnel and starts yeah. destroying a system did they spend they spend a lot of time in the first chapter kind of in the background of those characters, like they introduce them yeah. just to kill them off yeah. at the end of the chapter. Well, it's, all, it's mostly about the captain. Like,
0: it's, it's, they yeah. get into her military background. They, they talk about... They, they have her interact with some of the people that are that she's taking out there that she's supposed to protect. So they, they yeah. like, build small relationships already with this, with this general or with this captain, so...
1: Yeah. That's a very Game of Thrones thing to do. Yeah. A lot of times in Game of Thrones, the prologue is like... we're giving backgrounds and you learn about this person's like the house that they're from and their history and their family and everything. And then they end up dying at the end of that first chapter yeah. and you never hear from them again. So the fact that they're opening up that book that way is, is very interesting. I feel like that's not usual for the star Wars canon books,
0: but it's, it's also nice because it's, it's, it's telling you that this is what's going on in the universe. Not necessarily. You don't fuck the characters. Mm-hmm. They, they, yeah, they, setting the stage. They were yeah. setting the stage. It's frontier. They also were harping on it. It's peaceful. The republic mm-hmm. is a success. They, I think, that's like said like several times. Like we don't have to worry about it because the, the you know the republic's working per se.
1: Right. Uh, right. And
0: then you know shit hits the fan, obviously, or ship hits the hyperspace oh, fan. Fan. Yeah. I don't know where I went with that. Sorry. Oh yeah. Sorry, you had to listen to me. No, it's it's cool. Just like a more of a natural disaster that might be caused by these uh, raiders, or, or uh, you know,
1: I don't know, giant plant creature, sentient beings, yeah. things. Because
0: on the surface, it does feel like, um, it's a natural disaster. Because mm-hmm. like the uh, the captain on the ship in the first uh, chapter, there's like alarms that start going off, and basically their their the was like, we can't slow down, we'll die. It's just it's like inevitable.
1: So it's right. like well. Because they're in them, they're like in they're going they're, hyperspace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah hyperspeed. Hyper hyperspeed. Yeah. Interesting. Which is weird Did that they give they, us they can't come a to release f- date for that shit yet? Uh January. Nice. January.
0: January fifth, twenty twenty one. You can pre-order oh, it now. Yeah. Uh, I, it's available at any of the bookstores: Books a Million, Barnes and Noble, Walmart, Amazon. Yeah, so and Target. So I have asked. That's my one Christmas gift that I want is uh, for this. <laughs> I'll pre-order it so I can get it because uh, nice. I am I'm all in. I I, I like it. It's a it, it feels brand new again. It's making Star Wars feel brand new again, which is
1: hard to do. Bop bop bop. So, oh nice! They have a they have a number of uh, High Republic stuff already listed on Amazon actually. Light of the Jedi, but they also have Into the Dark. That's, yeah. And they have uh, A Test of Courage. So... Oh, those are some of the younger books. Gotcha. Oh, are they? Yeah. There's, well, remember, there's like all all ages and like all uh, content types going on for the High Republic.
0: Yeah, I want to say I saw something that said that The Light of the Jedi was one, and then it was followed by one of those other two. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's like chronologically following, or if it's like part of a series, or if they're
1: like this is the basis of it, but then you can I don't know
0: I don't know how they're gonna be launching this shit. So,
1: well, they have a couple because you know on uh, Amazon they have things grouped by series, Mm -hmm. so they have that. You know, just actually I keep forgetting. Just share my shit, yeah. Star Wars High Republic, Things from Another World. Ooh, that's so yeah. Right now it's a set of four. So Light of the Jedi's first. Novel number two's not named comes out in July. Okay. And then they have A Test of Courage and Into the Dark which are both look like young adult novels. Oh, this one says Star Wars middle grade novel. What is This middle one grade? says young adult novel? Like middle school?
0: Hmm, interesting.
1: So, we're close guys, we're close. You know what? that uh
0: the Test of Courage or the Into the Darkness that looked like a Tales of the Jedi cover. Yeah. Or a yeah. Jedi, and Apprentice. Sorry, Jedi and Apprentice. And Tales of the Jedi. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore.
1: All the Jedi stuff. You know one thing that I'm annoyed about? I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but I definitely prefer paperback books. And I don't want to wait. And I'm going to have to buy hardback for all of this stuff. And it drives me nuts. Buy it. I will. I'll buy everything. I buy everything Star Wars. You know that. Mm-hmm. That's part of the deal. Part of the deal when you sign your fandom certificate. I tell you what, you if they if they release the merch. some type of Dark Trooper pop, I might consider
0: that. That's kind of fucking cool. Oh, <laughs> they keep pushing it, guys. They keep
1: pushing it. Yeah, I'm excited. The uh, I'm excited. the
0: phase one uh, Dark Trooper behind me. Like you know how two tubes got his name.
1: <laughs> this is twelve tubes over here. <laughs> he does have a whole apparatus going. Apparatus, apparatus yeah it'll be cool i mean to to see them come to live action to see them do it as if it's you know a trooper there on the ground not some giant hawking creature which is a little too extreme i think Mm -hmm. so you know uh
0: side note you know why episode four uh felt pretty tasty uh recently is because i watched watched Rogue one yeah right before it
1: watched oh yeah that's right it makes it so much better who was talking shit about rogue one in the chat you were you and uh, and FedEx. Well, he he took it too far. I got mad. at him.
0: <laughs> he said I didn't really like it that much. You're like I'm with you.
1: I'm like yeah, I kind of agree. And then he was like, all the graphics and everything were terrible. It looked like Legos. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa.
0: I want to agree with you, but you're you're insane. Whoa, whoa,
1: <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, Charles Manson. Like this, this, this is crazy. You need to chill. He went too far. No, I think that photography in in Rogue One is the best in the whole That's saga. Like, they were it's showing. It's the best in uh, Star Wars movie. It,
0: they were showing stuff like on Scarif. God, what was the scene? Oh, it was. Um. Uh, oh my God! I'm the <laughs> worst Star Wars fan of all time.
1: That's okay. Um. Who's the main bad guy? Like, why can't? Because it, it's a. It, oh, not Tarkin. It's uh. Exactly. Fuck. A, you just watched it. His, you should know. Well, it's his title because it,
0: it's like his name isn't. It's a title first. Director Krennic. Director, thank you. Krennic. So we see Krennic at the top of that insulation tower, and he looks out, and it's like a hazy Death Star out in the distance, yeah. and you're like, <gasps> yeah. I know. It's crazy, like it's right? It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And then obviously, like, the, the installation of the the focuser or, the, or the, the lens on the Death Star, like, come on. The disc, yeah. Come on. that's It's Man. so beautiful.
1: So good. You know? so i'm a fan
0: no i i really i really 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 like that movie I, it is one of my favorites to be honest and like the more and more deaths like it's crazy i, I know who's gonna die but as i watch cheer it die i'm like fuck that was awesome i watched uh his buddy die yeah Baze, Baze thank you it's like oh it's so it's so good it's so good k2so is probably my favorite death of all time yeah and then you know we well and then,
1: favorite as in Favorite hits hits the home the most, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. because he's like your buddy. It's like, yeah, yeah, um, and then obviously watching uh Jin and and Cassian die together, it was like everything they did. They, they like, even even uh Cassian says it, your dad would be proud of you, like, you made a difference, you spawned the original trilogy. <laughs> but it is that like like otherwise there, none of us would be there here. wouldn't be, yeah, four, five, and six, uh, you know, from a certain point of view. Really
1: you could say that about Shmi. She's the one that spawned everything. She birthed it all. Literally. She birthed Star Wars. <laughs> It'll be cool to see uh I have a really good feeling about Cassian. Yeah. Now that so we've gotten it. so much of Mandalorian. Um, It'll be really cool to see K2SO in a show on a regular basis. Yeah, I didn't get enough of him in uh, in the movie. He's one of my favorites. I need more K2 in my life. I got the perfect
0: life. amount of him. I really I really like that movie. You know, it's almost like I don't want to. I want to like the trilogy yeah. movies more, but I watch that I'm like, why does this strike my chord? Like what what is it about this? It's like I I guess it's like they're believable characters. Jim's pissed off at the world. She doesn't even like her own friends. Like, she's been thrown in jail and basically used her entire life. The only thing she has is her father, who she wants to protect at all costs, you know, the little mm-hmm. bit that she can get get him. And then, like, Cassie wants to kill him because it's military orders. Right. And it's just like, oh, it's so believable. You're pissed off at him. There's a splash of cheered force using, from, from a different point of view. I love the, <laughs> the religious yeah. aspect of, uh, you know... Yeah, and with you with, make me want
1: to watch it. You sold me. It, it
0: really, it's you know I like Cheered way more and more, and Baze is, is a cool character that like believes, but also he said, "What what does Cheered say? The Force uh, has protected me." He's like, "I protected you after he shot." Like, <laughs> oh, I love I love it because from a certain point of view they're both right.
1: You know, it's I know they're just bickering with each other. Yeah, yeah. It's so
0: good, and the and the, the shooting, just the, the you know the the flow of the battle. That's my favorite battle out of all the Star Wars films. Is, is the Scarif battle the way they film it? You mm-hmm. see the X-Wings fly through the, the shield gate, and then you fly all the way down to the at
1: I'm like, oh my God, it's like perfect. I still can't believe... Uh, they kind of did it in Battlefront in 2015, but... Can, uh, sorry. I'm just going to complain about Star Wars video games. I'm uh, just imagining something on the scale of Battlefield in that Scarif battle where you have... Everything in space, you have everything happening on the surface. Yeah, I just and having it like an interchangeable dude. It'd be
0: really cool. Yeah. it would be really fucking cool to have a grand scale where you can spawn into a, uh, a ship and do a ma- major damage, but you can't win the battle without taking the ground. So, like, you can right. make a huge difference in your in your ships, but you yeah. at the end, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you need to take all all ten points or whatever's in front of you right. with troops on the ground. Man, it'd be so. Sweet. It would. It would. And with the vehicles, if you, just like it, spawning you into imagine, an ATSD like... and taking over parts of the battleground with an ATSD yeah. successfully, like yeah. th- the new Battlefield or Battlefront does it, did it okay? But it's like a yeah, direct like the Galactic
1: Assault stuff. It's a yeah. direct
0: flow. Like you can only go to the, these two points in front of
1: you. It would be great to right. just have a huge map and just like good luck. There, you need to take this all over. That's why I guess the capital supremacy thing was kind of close, but they messed it up by the ticket system and going to the ship and then back down. They made it too obnoxious. There there was no flow. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 It was conquest and then some annoying thing where the game wasn't over yet. Yeah. That's it. We're we're (sighs) done shitting on. Sorry. Star Wars. We almost got through a whole thing without complaining. Yeah. Well, episode four. One of these days. One of these days. Season two finale of Mandalorian. I bet we'll go through a whole episode without a complaint. I bet.
0: I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how good it is. I'm just proposing. Yeah. Predicting. That's what I meant to say.
0: All right. I have foreseen everybody. it. We have foreseen it. Um, now, just last but not least, would you? are you going to be mad?
1: if, if <laughs> I'm already mad. If we don't get any more Boba Fett. In Mando Oh I will 100% be pissed If he does not show up again Now will he
0: be less pissed If they do some uh, Side quest Or not side quest A side series or And or like a spin off movie Of Boba Fett
1: I don't think that Has anything to do with him Showing up in the rest of the season But yeah I guess
0: Well I'm just saying Like yeah Cause it, for him For them to spoil it Spoil his, his He's still alive And then not do
1: anything with it Is the most shittiest It's the shittiest thing it makes too much sense for them to do something with him in The Mandalorian. They have to. Like, he is a Mandalorian. Yeah. And if he's not a true Mandalorian, he's at least involved. Like, if there's any potential for Boba Fett to redeem himself and, like, embed himself into the Mando culture, mm-hmm. it's obviously in this show. Yeah. So, yeah. It's almost... It looked like... I will be pissed if he doesn't come you
0: back. You know, from a certain point of view, he obviously gave up The Mandalorian way. He, like... If he really wanted it, I truly believe Mando or I'm sorry, Boba Fett could easily have gotten his armor back if he wanted it. But he, uh, he yeah. it's almost like he decided to instead keep an eye on the armor and see who's yeah. after it
1: because there's something else afoot, like there's something else happening. I didn't even think of the fact that he maybe gave up the creed and just gave the armor to the Jawas on purpose. He's like I'm done with this shit. Yeah. That could be a possibility too. But we'll never know if he doesn't come back. Well, it's also like. Filoni. It's
0: also like he's. Even though Tatooine is a backwater planet, it seems like it gets a lot of fucking travel. Like there's a lot of people on and off. <laughs> Everything's ta- everyone's there, everyone's there. All
1: the Skywalkers, all the pod racing. But what
0: happens is if you're wearing Mandalorian Army, obviously you're a target. Like people across right. the galaxy knew oh, yeah, there's Mando armor on Tatooine. Some dude has Mando armor. Like, it's your your huge target. So maybe he gave it up for that reason. He no longer wanted to fucking fight for his life when he was out just grabbing dinner.
1: <laughs> just trying to get some Chinese food, man. Get <laughs> out of here.
0: That Tuscan pot roast. Ye, I love that shit. I need some more. <laughs> Bantha burgers. Bantha burgers. That's it. That's it. Uh, Hopefully, cool. uh, obviously, next next episode, we'll be diving back in. I, I think Ahsoka is on, on the on the brink. We're on the brink of seeing one of the most badass yep. characters on screen uh, under Filoni's watch, obviously with him directing that. So I think uh, we're in, we're in for it. We are in yeah, for it. And
1: I th- Friday is going to be lit. I'm very excited. I just, uh,
0: you know, I'm imagining Ahsoka's face when she lays eyes on the baby Yoda. Like, what's going through her mind and how much, like, she's been through it all. She she knew Yoda, Jesus, she right, knew Yoda, right, exactly. And the fact that she's like, that should not exist. Right. Yoda was the last of them. Right. And I left. As far as she knew. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, never mind. You know, I, I for a half second, because I know we discussed how old Baby Yoda is, and they, it could be the same, like age, as, yeah, same age as Anakin potentially or Darth Vader. I was trying to think of maybe if, if there was a wave to link up Yoda's death and Baby Yoda, but they're way off now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're too far apart.
0: Interesting. Okay, that's it. Sweet. Good day, galaxy. Good day, galaxy. Good day, galaxy
1: for you and me. <laughs> good day, galaxy. Good day, galaxy. Good day, galaxy. Good day, galaxy. We're,
0: and we're gonna hire someone to make a good day, galaxy rhyme, rhyme and pattern. Yeah,
1: we haven't changed the intro music in like four years. Maybe it's time. Ooh.
0: Ooh. E-R- uh. yeah. get Ooh, fucked oh, on a Friday. We're
1: done. <laughs>